Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Two Dogs, <laughs> One Dog, Two Grumps. I don't know why I just messed that up. Uh, we have several things that we're going to be talking about tonight, so what are we going to start off with, Daniel? Um, I guess Oscar nominations were released this week. Yeah. Uh, can you pull up the, the nominations course. on your phone? Of course. Um, I think... Hi, Hardy. What are you doing, So, buddy? like, without saying, like, the specifics, like, what was your overall impression of the nominations? Like, to me, I felt like it was uh, a, kind of a mixed bag. I think it's, I think it's a weak year. Okay. Um, like, last year, last year, um... Had a movie. I guess this is gonna sound real racist, and I really don't mean it that way. I guess Black Panther is this year's Get Out, like the popular movie. I guess that's that's how I mean that. Yeah, it's the most popular movie. Um, well, that and A Star Is Born. Oh, good point. But that's like the white people one. I feel like the most popular hip movie. Okay. Okay. I feel, I don't know, like, white people love Star is Born, just saying. But that's what I'm saying, white people aren't hip. No. No. They're not cool. No. Definitely Um, not. Um, I I need to watch, I need to give Black Panther another watch. I only saw it for once. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to watch it again. So, I know, go ahead. It's good. It's undeniably good. Yeah, it's good. Is it best picture worthy good? No. No. No, especially after seeing, like, The Favorite and then Roma. Well, I I mean, not even comparing it to that, but, like, let's think about it this way. It's the first superhero movie to to be nominated for a Best Picture. Mm -hmm. The Dark Knight was not nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And it is... It's incredible. Yeah. Um, So, like... That's the kind of shit where I'm like, this. It's good. Of course, it's good. No one's saying it's not good. I don't think it deserves to be in this conversation. If if the Dark Knight is not, if the first Guardians of the Galaxy is not, yeah, like all of those movies. See, I don't really care about superhero movies. I know. I like, know. I really don't like them. I, it's not like I don't. It's not like I actively dislike them. I just don't care about them. But like for me, Black Panther being in this category, it's good. But like I said, like compared to other movies, like The Favorite or like Roma, um, yeah, no. It's so yeah, weird. it's it's a I long know, shot to win. So like, just in case anyone listening doesn't know, so this year for Best Picture we have Black Panther. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, uh, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. So we've seen The Favorite, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. So we still need to see Green Book, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Black Klansman, because we saw Black Panther 2. Yeah, um, that's right. It was just so long ago. It was just, yeah, it, it was forever the ago. Um, I don't want to have to watch Bohemian Rhapsody, but now I feel like I do. It's odd that, like, it's, like, it won the Golden Globe, now it's nominated for Best Picture, and, like, I haven't heard, I haven't, we haven't seen it, obviously, so this, I I can't really make an opinion, um, or make a call about it, 
but like critics, uh, people on podcasts I've heard talk about it, like no one likes it. Like no one thinks it's very good. Yeah, I don't know that. It's like Ted Cruz of movies. It just fails upward. (laughs) Yeah. um, Well, that and I guess Brian Singer is like trying to fuck kids. So that's a whole other conversation. So that's done. But um, yeah, Green Book, we'll see that, I guess. We just got to watch them all. And then I know we were talking about like trying to place some bets on these maybe um we'll see who knows um green book like it does it seem like like uh another one of these like magical black man teaches white guy not to be racist movies a little bit a little bit yeah, I, I mean, we'll watch it. I mean, Herschel Ali isn't it? So yeah, that's he's always point. great. He's always great. So I'm I'm excited <laughs> to see what it's like. But like after I watched Roma today, and like after that, I'm just like, yeah, we know who's gonna win. Uh, like, <laughs> I heard somebody talking about Green Book, and they were saying that like Vigo Mortensen does what they described as like Italian blackface. They called it like pizza face, or it's just like the most stereotypical Italian person, like New York Italian. Mm-hmm. I'm walking here, like oh, he does all that shit. That, I hate that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, we'll watch it. We'll uh, watch Black it. Klansman, we wanted to see when it was in theaters and just didn't didn't get a chance to see it. But see we'll, it. it's supposed to be coming back, right? Yeah, I think I read so that. So we'll we'll try um, to catch it. We'll, we'll like watch everything like yeah, well before things everything. get rolling. Um, I know. So, for best director, we have Alfonso Cuaron, Yorgos Lanthimos. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Spike Lee, which this is Spike Lee's first nomination. I think I heard that. Yeah, that's, um, that's wild. Adam McKay for Vice, and then Pablo Palikowski. Uh, for Cold War, which I have not heard of that. I've heard of it. I know almost nothing about it um, um, other than that it is a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say, for me, I... it's either going to be Alfonso or Yorgos, based on what I've seen. But I haven't seen the other one, so I can't really make an informed opinion. But sh- it was just so fucking good. Um, I'd be shocked if it's not Alfonso Cuarón. Like genuinely shocked. It's even if it's Yorgos Lanthimos who did a great job. Yeah. Um, and and is a very interesting director. But like, yeah, we're gonna get into Roma later. Yeah. In the episode. Okay. So best actress. We're like kind of going down the list. We're not going to all these. No. Um. Yalitza Arapasio for Roma. Mm -hmm. We have Glenn Close for The Wife, which we still have not seen and need to, because apparently people are saying like. She's gonna get it. Yeah. So um Olivia Coleman for the favorite, who she was incredible. Um Lady Gaga for yeah. a Star is Born, and then Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me, which we haven't seen yet. I'm like so surprised that Lady Gaga got nominated for this. I guess I'm not surprised. I just like She's she's good in it. She's so, yeah, she's good. The whole time, I think I said this before in a previous episode, like, when we were watching A Star is Born, 
the entire time I was just like, it's Lady Gaga. Like, I just couldn't get over, like, it's just yeah, Lady Gaga. You didn't think it was Allie? I didn't think it was Allie. Yeah, um, so, I don't know. That's that's kind of weird to me, that's but... A, that's a... We need to do the, a rewatch of that. A Star is Born is a crazy-ass movie. It is. It's... It's insane. I don't understand... Me neither. Uh, ...the hype behind it. The Brenda hype? Uh... The Brenda hype. The white middle-aged white women love A Star Is Born. I think a lot of young people loved it. Oh, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Manufactured emotions. So, uh, Olivia Coleman. For forever, me. Olivia Coleman. Forever. It, yeah, I think she's. I mean, we'll watch The Wife if we have to. Um, I want to. You wanted to. I wanted to. Okay. Yes, we just never got. Well, it. because we don't. We live somewhere. Mm-hmm. Where no movies come. Yeah, I don't know if it was in theaters. It wasn't in theaters here, and then like we haven't gotten a chance to go. Yeah. Um. So best actor, we have Christian Bale for Vice, Bradley Cooper for Star Is Born, insane. Um, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, which I've been really wanting to see that because the trailer is beautiful. Um, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody, and then Viggo Mortensen for Green Book. So. It's gonna be Christian Bale. A backup, backup for just a second. What? We need to talk about Tony Collette. Oh yeah, hold on, fuck this. <laughs> um, Tony and, uh, hereditary not being involved in the Oscars, like in general, a slap in the face. Tony Collette, fucking robbed. She was robbed Absolutely. of a nomination. Her like hereditary. Is probably one of my favorite movies that came out this year, even though it is the scariest fucking movie yeah. ever. Tony Collette's performance in Hereditary, I don't know if she would necessarily win, but she absolutely should have been nominated. Yeah. It is just incredible what she does in that movie. Yeah, she's she has to do a lot. Like, she's evil by the end. But in the beginning, she's like... And then, like, in the, yeah, it's she just goes through like a huge range a of emotions. Lot of stuff and going if on. you watch like little videos from Hereditary or like clips, just all the acting she does in her face yeah. movements alone, amazing. Like she yeah. was robbed. I'm pissed. Um, and like I personally think Hereditary could have replaced something in, in the best, best picture. picture. Yes. Uh. Arya Sarah should have been nominated for Best Director. Yeah. Um, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, like, I I think if if Get Out can be nominated for Best Picture, and Get Out's a, gr- a great movie, do I think Us is probably going to be better? Yes. Yes. It looks amazing. Um, Super psyched for Us. Yeah. But, like... If Get Out is nominated, which sets the precedent that like horror film can, can be, be nominated like, for Best Picture, yeah, how do you leave out Hereditary, which is like not only an, a masterclass of scaring the shit out of you, but is like a fascinating movie that works as a family drama and as like it's about mental illness. Well, my thing is like. Like, it's about something important. It's yeah. not just there to scare you. It, it, it There is a point I mean, it's terrifying. It. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, like, one of the best American horror films ever made. 
I, I mean, it's, I would think so. I don't watch a lot of horror films, but it's, um, it's incredible. It just got snubbed. I, like we still I'm need bummed. to watch The Exorcist. We do. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to now. But yeah, yeah Tony Collette, wherever you are, you're the shit. Yeah. Don't let anyone else tell you different. Yeah. Jeez. You fucking murdered me. Whenever I watch that, she's like, pretty amazing. She's man. amazing. She's amazing. I can't wait for um, Ari Aster's movie to come out this summer. Is it Ari Aster? I keep. I don't know. Who fucking knows? He knows who he is. <laughs> well, like I'm just excited for this director's upcoming. Aster movie. just sounds like Asterd. Asterd. Yeah, that sounds um, too much like Asterd. So. All right, best actor. Best actor. Uh, Christian Bale. It's, it's gonna, probably be, gonna Christian be Christian Bale. Well, because like he gained sixty pounds and he had to play it's Dick not, Cheney. It's not even like the weight gain. It's like the mannerisms. the voice. Yeah, the mannerisms, all His that speech stuff. Speech patterns. It was weird. I like. We're gonna talk about Vice. I didn't love Vice, but he was good in it. Yeah, but, I didn't hate it either. Well, like I said, we well these are like early yeah opinions. We'll have more formulated opinions like probably here in a few weeks bradley cooper is like i i knew it was coming that he was gonna get nominated yeah. for it but i don't know there's like no subtlety no he's like if willy wonka and jeff bridges fucking ran yeah. into each other and created a person in this movie it's horrible like it's very it's just strange weird uh, I, we're the only two people that are like out on a star is born though. Yeah, because I remember like going to work the next day and being like, "Oh, I saw a star is born," and everyone, like a lot of my coworkers who saw it, were like, "Wasn't it so good? It was so good, right?" Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "It was fucking weird." Like I it's, just thought it's weird. it's weird, but um. Okay, I say we go through best supporting, and then we. I want to talk about Roma like very bad. Yeah. Okay, okay. so best supporting actress we have Amy Adams with Vice, uh, Marina de Tavira with Roma, uh, Regina King of If Beale Street Could Talk, and then Emma Stone of The Favorite, and then Rachel Vice from The Favorite. That that also brings up we haven't seen it yet. So I'm probably speaking out of turn, but Beale Street, I, I'm just going off of how incredible Moonlight is, Beale Street could talk not not in the best picture conversation. Yeah, that's that's it got surprising. nominated for some other stuff, but I was surprised. I've even, heard it's amazing. Even like I'm very excited to see it. The if I hear the music from the trailer, it makes <laughs> me get emotional because like I know. The premise of like the movie, right? Like the general of what's supposed to happen, and I'm I'll hear it in like a clip where I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I and Regina King won the Golden Globe. Yeah. So um, suppose she's anytime I've seen her in anything, she's great. she's really good. Uh, Amy Adams is real good. She's always really good. She's in everything. I feel uh, like if, there should be an Oscar category every year, and it should just be called. Remember how Amy Adams didn't get nominated for Arrival? And she wasn't even nominated. No. I need to. I need to give Arrival another watch. I think that movie is horribly underrated. Oh yes, 
absolutely. But, like, she was robbed. Like, Tony Collette level robbed on that one. Tony was robbed. She was Um, robbed. Um, but I hope Ra- I hope Rachel Vice wins. She's me too. Amazing. But then again, like I want to see Regina King. Yeah, she could just like blow us away. Yeah, we'll so, have to. Uh... These are very early opinions, guys. Um, best supporting actor: We have Mahershala Ali in Green Book, Adam Driver, My Boyfriend, Number Two in Black Klansman, uh, Sam Elliott, my more mature boyfriend in A Star Is Born. <laughs> Uh, Richard E. Grant in Can You Ever Forgive Me? And then Sam Rockwell in Vice. Um, the only... Well, we did see A Star is Born. Um, but, and <laughs> Sam Elliott's... The only... Uh, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you. No, you're fine. The only thing I can remember Sam Elliott saying in The Star is Born is the part where they're in the car and he's like, I, I wasn't looking up to dad. I was Bradley Cooper says that. I thought it was Sam Elliott. That goes to show like how little I was paying attention at that point because I was just yeah, like, what Bradley, is this Bradley Cooper, because if you haven't seen A Star is Born, Sam Elliott plays Bradley Cooper's brother. Insanity. When he's easily old enough to be his dad. If not his grandpa. But I, I, was, <laughs> I was waiting for them... Because, like, early in the movie, when Sam Elliott shows up for the first time, I was like, oh, that's his manager. And he is his manager, but he's also his brother. That seems like a and I was like, wait. horrible dynamic to have. I mean, it's fine, but I was just like, wait, Sam Elliott is his brother? I That this is does not work. bizarre. Um, I would say... At, at least they address, like, yeah, he's way older than I am. Yeah. If they had just not brought it up... I would have been like, this is... We're wh- five years apart. <laughs> yeah. One of us just, just uses a lot of retinol cream. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, um, he's all right. It's... I would remember say... Remember the part where he, like, grabs... Doesn't he, like, grab Bradley Cooper's face real hard? I don't <laughs> at know. At one point? This movie is just wackadoo. I don't know. I, I would say, years. if it was just based on being cute, Adam wins. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the awards are based on. <laughs> How cute you are. The cute that'd be, awards. That'd be cool if you won. I like Adam Driver. I a love lot. him. Um, Little babe. And I love Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell makes a great George W. <laughs> Dude, when it cuts to him, we'll, we'll talk about Vice later, but when it cuts to him, he's like, lighten up. It's a party. <laughs> yeah. He's just stumbling it's around. It's just a little nightmare. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. That's yeah. George W. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we have a lot more movies to watch. So uh, we can just uh, go to cinematography. I want to see what's That's, on there. Man, I just saw a picture of Margaret Robbie with no eyebrows. Oh for, yeah, and, uh, did you? Was that it? Hold on. Calm down. Sorry. Why doesn't it show it? Because I think you passed it. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. Oops. <laughs> you, you just love to argue with me no matter what. Yep. It's, I thrive on it. I thrive on it. Yep. Okay, so best cinematography, we have The Favorite, Never Look Away, have not even heard it's of that. It's a foreign movie. Uninterested. Roma, <laughs> uh, A Star is Born, and Cold War. That's not true. I'll probably still watch it. Um, if Roma doesn't it's, win, I will be furious. It's Roma or The Favorite. Yes. The favorite's really cool, too. If Roma doesn't win, though, I will be 
I, so angry. I think it's like, Roma. Um, yeah, a lot of the lingering shots, the rotating shots. There's a few of those. Uh, the black and white. I know that's like the black. The, the like. I, I'm not a huge black and white person, uh, but I think it has a purpose in this movie. Oh yeah, and I think it's like supposed to be uh representing i guess like memory i guess because it's know. it's like you don't because memories aren't <laughs> full and perfect what <laughs> you mean what <laughs> never mind no. um so i i think that's that's what the point of that is or you just want to make the movie in black and white i don't know um either way the sh- it's, so it's beautiful. beautiful. Um, but I, I couldn't help but think while I was watching it, like, it might have been nice to see some color in 1970s Mexico. Oh, yeah. It was sure probably it was beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah, all the colors. Yeah. Um, but, but I, the favorite has some really cool shots, too. It does. All the use of candlelight in the favorite. The fish so, eye lenses, like, yeah. all that stuff. Is it's really, really cool. cool. Um, anyways, it's like, yeah, we I watched Roma last night. You watched it this morning. We both uh kind of glad we didn't watch it together. I feel like if we had watched it together, it would have egged on each other's crying. It either would have done that or I wouldn't have been or I would have tried to suppress all of my emotions so that I didn't cry in I front feel of like, you. Yeah, you didn't cry in front of me. I mean, you I have before. I know you it's okay. This it's, is the kind of movie where emotionally you just gotta let it all hang out, man. Because it's fucking heartbreaking. It, oh man. Oh. There and it's not like it's not like it's a tough watch. Mm-mm. There's just moments in it that are very sad and very real. Yeah, like it's like very tangible things that happen a lot. Yeah, but that just really. Are heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I knew, like... I knew pretty early on it was a special movie. Uh, just based off of... Uh, there's a shot where... I think Cleo, like... She goes into the downstairs room of their apartment. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so she goes in there and like you've got the bird cages and like there's some plants and it just sits there for like a minute and you just observe like everything that this yeah. family has amassed and and put in these places and like you start to it's it's interesting that like you get you start to like get a sense of who these people are based on their it's so personal possessions yeah it's very like deeply personal and like I told you when I watched it I thought about like every everything in in the house outside the house like like feels like meticulously picked out for a reason oh yeah like. Every anything on a bookshelf, on a table, like their wardrobes. Yeah, all of it is just like 
just it's like everything has its place and, and it has every, a purpose everything has a purpose which i i noticed that too and then like and maybe it doesn't but it feels, feels that like way it. when you it, watch yeah. it and i feel like um quaron is that how you how do you I say it's quaron quaron yeah. so like in this movie he does this thing where like he'll just sit on these shots for like a few seconds just lingering shots yeah and it i don't know why it's just really like beautiful and it like and it makes you like kind of absorb like what is going on at the time in the movie yes. like you it make you it makes you focus i think yeah um and like process what you just what just happened yeah he also i notice um Try to not spoil it completely. Because um, everyone needs to see it. Absolutely. Like, yes. It's on Netflix. Like, it's the I first. Wish, I wish we had seen it. It's the first what? It's the first Netflix film to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And um, like you, everyone needs to see it, but probably try to see it by yourself. Just and saying. I'm mad we didn't watch it in a theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. If it does come back into theaters, go see it. If we see it in the movie theater, I feel like that would be just a whole different experience. It would probably be like 20 times more emotional yeah. than us watching it in uh, your house. I, I want to watch it in the theater. Me too, um, for sure. Uh, but he he does this thing where like... if it, It'll be like a transition scene. Like Cleo's walking. Here's a, here's a good example. When... Uh, she goes into the hospital mm-hmm. uh, in the like middle end of the movie, mm-hmm. not early. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it doesn't. She she is the protagonist and the the main character of the movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. the shots like don't focus on her. It focuses on everything around her. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like there were multiple times where it took me. A little while to like find her yeah and maybe you probably noticed this and can explain it to me maybe why is it like all pregnant women what do you mean that one the scene before where it's like all the ladies and they're like waiting yeah because they're going into labor and delivery but it was like so many people that wasn't just an emergency room? I th- I'm i not sure. They, I mean, I guess not. That, that may be, I don't know. Maybe just people, people be fucking, man. They're <laughs> one. It's Mexico City. <laughs> a lot of pregnant people. Lot Mexico of people. City is huge, yeah. too. Like, um, super big. But, um, like, yeah, when she walks inside, it it's panning across everyone. Yeah. And it does that a few different times in different moments. And you realize, like, while we're following this woman and and this family, like, the movie's not really about that. It's about Mexico City and his love. Alfonso Coram's like, love and memory of his childhood. And like that place that because I think he's he's like that's where he's from. He's from Mexico City. Yeah. yeah. Um. I guess. I mean. I think there's also like something to be said about like Cleo and like her family 
that she takes care of and like uh-huh. it's not her actual family but it's like the family yeah she has and like they love her and stuff and then i think you could also be like roma is about how men are shitheads <laughs> and then you, there's this, like two men in the whole movie and they're, and the they're both fucking awful worst. they're both fucking horrible yeah i hate them um did you oh i saw this today so the actor who plays cleo's boyfriend in the beginning the shithead number one yeah he might not be able to make it to the Oscars because his yeah. piece has been denied like three times. I saw that. Um, which sucks. But yeah, yeah this you could you could be like Roma is about how men are dickheads and ladies have to stick together in a way. And I would be like, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's not like obviously that's not yeah, like the main I don't, thing. I think it's a I think it's uh I think there's how to put this exactly like how important the maid slash nanny is to the caretakers the caretakers a good word yeah uh like and also that's i mean growing up myself and it was just because he was earning like he wasn't around but like my dad wasn't around a whole lot Mm -hmm. when i was between you know, like, let's say, like, 6 and 12, 13. Mm. Like, I don't have a lot. Like, he's just working the whole time. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not mad about it or anything. Like, he just drives you. Yeah. He's earning. Like, yeah. Um, but definitely in the 70s, like, men were gone all the time. Yeah, because they were, like, and working I think, or, like, fucking some broad. So like, I they think. They were never home. So I think when you were, like, his memories as a child are of the women in his life. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what... Women run shit, man. Sure. Yeah. Uh. I mean, like, in a way, I mean, I still, even now, like, women definitely still take on more parenting tasks and household tasks than I think men do. Mm-hmm. It's more equal, but not like truly fifty fifty. Yeah, overall. But mm-hmm. um, what? <laughs> Nothing. I'm listening. But um, yeah. I mean, like, and think about it too. There are like a lot of children who grow up in like entirely female households. Yeah, like like yeah. it's pretty common. But um, no, this movie is just really beautiful, and it's like so sad. And you, like, really feel for the characters. And I like that it's not a super, like, plot-driven movie. I was you thinking feel about... like you're watching a lot of different moments over, like, a certain timeline. Yeah, I was thinking about how you could almost watch, like, you could watch it without dialogue. Yeah. Almost. It would, it, it would still make sense. I feel like you'd still be able to get the gist of what's going on. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a few moments you need to hear what people are saying, but... Yeah, you kind of you kind of pick up on it. Yeah. Um it, yeah, it's it's remarkable. Um I did not think I I would be as blown away by it as I was. Um so we had heard just, about it and we were like, "Oh, I guess we'll look into it because people are saying it's good." But then you watch it and you're like, "Oh man." Yeah, like, deeply this is... personal uh 
Yeah, it's a love story. It's like... It's like at the end of Lady Bird. Oh, God. Yeah. When she's on the... When she's leaving the message for her mom. Oh, man. And it's talking about how, like, she loves Sacramento, actually. Because it made her who she was and everything. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it's, it feels like that. Dude, we... We'll have to do a Lady Bird rewatch. Yeah, that's, her, like... Uh, um a favorite for me. Yeah. What a great movie. Um No 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 eighth grade at the Oscars. Good point. No eighth grade, which is a bummer because I thought that was gonna get best original screenplay. Something. I I really like that movie. Elsie Fisher was great. She is great. She's she's just a cool little fifteen year old kid. Yeah, I I like it. Um, I really liked it. It's probably better than some of the best picture nominations. I really liked it. Mid nineties didn't get anything. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But it's a weird movie. It's a weird movie, but I liked mid-90s. Yeah. It was just like, Sorry. like I said in that episode, it's just about fucking <sighs> boy rage. Yeah. But it's good. Just um, very real. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Roma, Roma's really beautiful. Like, and you know what's crazy is that the... The lady who plays Cleo, she got nominated for Best Actress. This is her first movie ever. Yeah. She was supposed to be like a pre-K teacher. And then yeah, they... I... Uh, there, There's moments where I was like, she doesn't like do a lot in this movie. But then there's other moments where I'm like, she's actually being really subtle and doing an amazing job. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I I wonder if she'll do more stuff. I'm sure she will. I don't know. But she's the first indigenous woman to ever be nominated for an Oscar or best actress Oscar and she's only like I think the second Mexican woman to ever be nominated. Yeah. That was that was uh the thing I wanted to bring up that I was texting you about earlier. Um you notice the the poor people look different they're shorter and browner that's like they look more they look more native yeah they're shorter and browner. yeah but that's like a thing in mexico like they have a huge classism issue all of the the rich people look white very european yeah Yeah. um which i did not really realize was a thing oh yeah um you took didn't you take ap world we didn't have it. At okay, because we—I remember in my AP World class in high school, we did. We spent like a, a minute on that, like in yeah. South America and Mexico, like yeah, basically the shorter and browner you are, the lower socioeconomic class you are. When I, when I was watching it, I was like picking up on what was happening, and I was like that. That I mean that makes sense, like historically. Yeah. Like I get. It, it, yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, it's a really. It's a. It would be a must watch for me. It's a really fascinating, heartfelt. Like, feels so genuine. And yeah. Yeah, full of love. Like, which I've and never sorrow. said that about a movie before. And just like, except maybe Lady Bird. Oh man. Yeah, we definitely need to do a Lady Bird episode. We should rewatch that. I, yeah, yeah, that was that um, was so good. Um, yeah, but please watch Roma. Bring a lot of tissues. Yeah, 
don't I wouldn't say this would be a good like Netflix and chill movie. This would actually <laughs> be the worst Netflix and chill movie ever. Unless you and your hookup just really want to cry in front of each other it's, the whole time. Warning, it is slow. See, and I think I liked that. Yeah, you have to realize when you go into it that like it's not, not a plot, lot of action. It's not plot, plot driven. driven at all. It's it feels like little vignettes. Also, full frontal dawn in this movie. Like whipping yeah, around. Dawn. Did not expect that. That was really funny to me that scene is that scene is very funny because you don't see like it's a dark lot of, later but like it's, it's funny really dark later yeah. because you don't really see a lot of dicks in movies yeah you see a lot of nipples nipples all over the place like artful nipples but this one was like yeah a lot of penis i thought that was very a, early i thought that was a weird choice but it was funny and well, i, I think a, I, I think a, i know what they were going for were they going for They were trying know? to say that this guy is crazy. Yeah. And he's doing this naked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Just, just watch it. Um, we saw Vice. Um, I liked Vice. I have, I have a lot less to say about Vice. I have a less... Yeah. Vice... I mean, Amy Adams was great. Everyone's, like, good in it, but, like... Everyone's good. Everyone's yeah, good, but exactly. just, like... I feel is it because like Dick Ch- and Lynn Cheney are so unlikable that I'm just like I don't like this. It's not because no, I don't assholes. think it's that. Um, Steve Carell's great in it too. Again, like always good. Yeah. Um, which reminds me, we need to watch Beautiful Boy. Yeah, maybe we can cry to that tonight. Uh, cry ourselves to sleep. What time is it? It's almost ten o'clock. I'm I not making. I feel awake. Movie. I feel very awake right now. Um, I could do it. Yeah, there's like, I, I think this movie, and I think Adam McKay's awesome director, uh, is like, his his comedies are so great, um, and The Big Short is really good. Yeah. But I think this movie kind of suffers from, uh, telling not showing. Mm-hmm. With like the voiceover character, yeah, explaining to you like, well, then Dick Cheney was doing this and trying to do this and like, well, just show, show it to me, me. Don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, which is, I I don't like uh, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's there's. Things I liked and things I didn't like. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Um, I will say, just Liz Cheney. Yeah, fuck, fuck her. Fuck her forever. Yeah. Um, for doing that to Mary Cheney. Because um, if y'all don't know, like, so Mary Cheney is Dick and Lynn Cheney's youngest daughter. And she's a lesbian. So obviously the Cheneys are Republicans, but they never were like... They really just, wouldn't publicly you, comment. You gonna spoil all this shit? I guess. For the vice heads? <laughs> I thought this was like more commonly known. Like that Mary Cheney is gay. I didn't know that. Well, no, yeah. I knew that. I knew she was gay, but I didn't know about the other part. I don't know. But anyways, you know what? Never mind. I'll let you watch it. It's infuriating. Yeah. Just watch it. it. Um, just watch it. Um... Also, yeah. I 
I talked to you about this when we walked out. Like, I guess I don't understand having power just for the sake of having power. Seems stressful. Yeah. It seems stressful and it seems unnecessary. I mean... I I don't... Like, unless you're going to use it to financially gain or something else, like... I don't I don't really understand. You just like calling shots? I think so, dude. That's it? I really think so. But yeah, that seems stressful as shit. Yeah. Um I'm uninterested. I'm gonna grab more water real quick. But uh I think Liz Ch- or Liz. Uh Lynn Cheney is like the mastermind behind oh, everything. Sure. <laughs> Hallie got up to get some water. Um, oh yeah, uh, Lynn Cheney is the puppet master, for sure. Which he, which begs the question: like, Dick Cheney might have just been a cool ass dude. Otherwise, and Lynn, he's just like, why you why you making me do this? He's shit, fucking man. hanging out, <laughs> ripping butts and drinking Jameson shots <laughs> and butt heavies. Uh, yeah. So, I know. Vice is all right. Uh, do the, I think it deserves best picture? Absolutely not. No, and it's not gonna win. Um, but yeah, some uh, it's a pretty fucked up time in America. Did not I did not know about the um, the like focus groups. Yeah, that was horrible. That's really crazy. I mean... Uh... Again, fucked up time. Yeah, very fucked up time. Now it's like fucked up, but like in different ways. Yeah. But anyway... What else we got? What else we got? True Detective, we watched the new episode. I I need to rewatch it because I was kind of fading in and out. He kept sleeping. Yeah. That was a conference championship Sunday, and the uh, Patriots game ran a little long. I had to see how that ended. Don't care. And then I feel like something else. I don't remember. Um, yeah, uh, still good. Uh, what like new questions were brought up? Um, the little notes they found those notes. The They're notes. like, who the fuck left the kids the notes? Someone I heard someone speculating was is it Will? Is the boy? Passing them through the little hole. That's what I think. It's very possible. Um also like Amelia did something. I don't know what it is. It's something something's in that book that is maybe not supposed to be there. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I know, but I. But so obviously, it's... obviously, she doesn't like implicate Wayne in any way in anything, no. or else he would have been in trouble already. But maybe she lied or twisted the truth or so. I have no I don't idea. Know. She did something. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. Um. I'm still like Julie Purcell. And they found out there were no. Her prints did not show up behind the counter, correct? It so was they only said on... she was probably shopping. Yeah. So, 
don't know. We'll see about that on Sunday. That kind of, like, doesn't matter, like, whether she robbed it or not. It doesn't matter, like, the fact that she's still alive. The point is is that she's alive. It's crazy. But, yeah, I'm excited for that. Mahershala Ali continuing to do great. What's the name of his partner? The actor who plays the partner? Steven Dorff. Steven Dorff was really good in this episode. Motherfucker, get me two fingers of Southern Comfort. Yeah. I say that all the time. Yeah. If you don't think it's being said 20 times this weekend, you're in for something else. Yeah, because you're having the sad days for the boys. Ugh. Gross. Disgusting. Yeah. But I don't know. I hope y'all have fun. Uh, y'all, is Tom Segura tomorrow night or Saturday night? Saturday night. That'll be really fun. He's so funny. Tommy Buns. That'll be great. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Love him. I think I'm going to, while you're doing that, I'm just going to watch, like, we still need to watch Magnolia. I'm going to watch Magnolia. Yeah. Um, Anything I can rent. It's a three hour fucking movie. So, yeah, strap it. Fun three hours. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to be here to fall asleep, so I can't constantly be like, Daniel, you're falling asleep. You, you, we, we're going to figure this out. You have this thing where you seem to feel like both of us need to go to sleep at the same time. Or go to bed at the same time. I guess. Yes. I don't, I don't think about it, but I guess subconsciously. I I I know you don't think about it. I've noticed. Um, And it's not like... It's not a mean thing. You're never like, hey, we need to go to bed now. You've never said that to me once. Yeah, because I don't like to... Yeah, that'd be crazy. That's crazy. But, like, if I want to stay up and play Red Dead Redemption or whatever, you'll just, like, suffer through being awake, too. And I'm like, hey, you don't have to do that. Because I just want to stare into your eyes all the time, Daniel. Well, that's real hard when I'm playing Red Dead looking at TV. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to hang out. I feel like also lately, I haven't really seen you a lot. I don't know. I don't consciously, I'm not like, I have to be up for 21 hours and 4 minutes just like my boyfriend. But, like, I'm not, I don't. I'm not conscious of, like, we have to go to bed at the same time. I know. Like I said said that. It's not a... It's not a conscious... Just weird. Or controlling thing. It's a weird thing I do. Yeah. Um, No, but, yeah, this weekend I'm definitely going to try to catch up on, like, a lot of TV. Yeah. It's going to be great. And, yeah. And True Detective on Sunday. You've said said to me a lot, like, can we go to bed soon? I'm like, you can go to bed whenever you want to. Why are you putting me on blast? Because it's been bothering me for like four years. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Not the biggest thing in the world, I'm very aware. Yeah, I feel like there could be a lot worse things. Of course. I could be like stealing your social security number. But that's not like how... Groans. You don't just... People. That's not how you address problems. You don't go like... Well, it could be murder, so I guess it's not that, so I'll just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but, yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, anything else that I want to talk about. Oh, I know what we watched. Uh-oh. Real quick, both Fire Festival documentaries. <laughs> we did watch Holy both shit. in a day. We in watched them day. back to back. I honestly, if they came out with ten more, <laughs> I'd be like, well, ten hours booked. 
they're all the same thing. Like, yeah, I don't care. I could watch them all. That was such a nightmare. Oh, ow. You okay? I'll, no, I just stubbed my toe really hard. It's the worst. <laughs> I do that like four times a day. But like, okay, I, the Hulu one is the better one, but the Netflix one, the one where the dude's like willing to suck know. some dicks for waters to get through customs and crazy. Crazy. I like, I like the Netflix one a lot more. Really? Yeah. Because they talk to all the like, I feel like they talk to more employees. Yeah, and like the people who went, there are more people, because there was this one guy who was like, yeah, I was pissing on tents and looting beds. And the people who... Like it was uh, a totally normal thing to do. Like the people who live in, was it Jamaica? I think so. The Bahamas. It was one of the Bahamas Island. But no. Bahamian Island. I don't know how you say it properly. But yeah, what a nightmare. That makes me never want to go to a festival it's I Ever. I guess I can't like even put my mind around like I'm gonna say I'm putting on this festival and then just like not do it. Yeah, I think that what's his name, Billy. Billy McFarland. Yeah. Who somebody pointed out looks a lot like Seth McFarland. He does. They're but probably I, related. I think their names are spelled differently. I don't know. He does look like him though, but he's like Billy McFarland. Is a sociopath for sure. Absolutely. Because, like, he... I mean, spoiler alert, but... You know that everyone has a Twitter two years ago. Just you go watch Netflix. Just yeah. watch it. Um, he, he gets out on bail. And, and then, commits more crimes. Yeah. What the fuck? Selling fake tickets. That's He's just... the number one thing you don't do when you're out on bail is do more <laughs> bad shit. Oh my god. He's just a con man. He's... And they they've they didn't they have a psychologist on there or something talking about how like it's just like it's just in their blood. That's like they insane. like they can't stop. Yeah, dude. Like sorry, when I am getting tired. But um, it's also it also uh feels it's it's very of this time where like people just want their online presence influencer culture is is gross horrible like and i'm not and you know what like i'm not gonna say i'm totally immune to it because you'll see stuff online and you'll see people like peddling this shit and then you're like oh that looks cool but you you, look into it but like it's terrible. You brought it up to me. You were like, "Well, what's the difference or, like that between and like influencers and say Maddie Matheson?" Like, but he actually does he something. he has a job. He's a chef, and he's yeah, he has a lot of person. That and he's fucking cool. He has personality he's and cool. can host TV shows and like yeah. he he cooks and he does something like if like if he wasn't on the internet and didn't have his shows, he could still do his job oh yeah you know but these influencer people it's like look at my butt like that's most of it that's like a a slice of the pie because a lot of them are like a a lot of them are like big old fat rump size slice (laughs) well because you have ones that are like look at my butt then you have other ones who are like look at the shovel of dirt i'm gonna feed my kids so they don't get measles then you have the other ones, like the mom ones. 
like the momfluencers, which like that's weird. Uh-huh. Um, then you have the ones who are like, I drank this tea and I lost 20 pounds because I shat blood for a week. Which is kind of tied into look at my butt. Look at my butt, yeah. Um, and then you have like the social justice ones. That's like a growing one, like people who are like, I'm a body positive blog. Yeah, then, which like, is kind of gross. Like, I can appreciate the sentiment, but like sometimes it's too much, dude. Yeah. It's too much. Um, but yeah, influencer culture is fucking horrible. And like on the one hand, I'm I feel bad that this happened when people got there and they like it was just such a nightmare. But on the other hand, I don't feel a lot of sympathy for people who pay Absolutely not. like twenty thousand dollars for festival tickets. What did Ron Funches say? He's like, if you paid tens of thousands tens of thousands of dollars to go see Blink one eighty two, like yeah. that's on Darwinism you. <laughs> at its at its finest. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, it just seems bad. And it's just like how, like, you know how we said, like, oh, we don't want to go to, like, South by Southwest or ACL because it's just, like, a bunch of people taking Instagram pictures now. Like, <sighs> that's whack as shit. Like, it's I don't, so, it sucks. It's so bad. It sucks. Um, speaking of look at my butt, I, uh, I've been getting... <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting on Instagram a lot of ad for this company called Fabletics. Me too. Okay, that's weird. Me too. I don't know why, because I'm not the target audience uh, for their products. No, I don't think so. But I've been looking at them. So, do a lot of legging companies advertise? Are they just out on like... These are for athletic performance. Because these ads were just like, it's going to make your ass look good. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, like, athleisure. Like, like, like literally, that's what it was. It wasn't like, like, I'm not being funny. It was, the, the whole point of the ad was, my butt looks great when I wear these. Well, I mean, like, people wear athleisure now, and it's, like, not to work out. Like, yeah. look... Uh, Poor E. Hemplo. Me. Like, I'll wear leggings and I they're what I bought you, them. What did you just Poor say? Poor E. Hemplo. For example. Oh god. Me. Peggy Hill. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> but like me, like I'll wear leggings all fucking day because they're super comfortable. And you're not about to see me do a burpee, clearly. So yeah, like a lot of women just wear workout clothes because it's comfy. And it's like the cute, trendy thing. Not because okay. they're like, I'm training to be a fucking Olympian. Right. And, and they're Based comfortable, the but but I do think it's weird to advertise it as like, these are going to make your butt look good. I guess, based on the number or pairs of leggings that I owned, you would think I was training to go to the Olympics. <laughs> I mean, all women all, have. Yeah. I have but, a lot of basketball shorts. They're comfortable. And you always like to wear your orange shorts with your orange shirt. It just happens. I like colors. Yeah, but do you want to be a calm? You say that like I wear it like to the mall. Like I wear it around the house. I know, but it's just so funny. It is funny. But yeah, I've been like, I'll get like weird targeted ads for like them or like diet things like diet vitamins, Mm -hmm. which Again, yeah. like just shit blood for a week. That's how you lose 20 pounds. I guess it's based off of who you follow. I wonder... 
I wish you could get a report for like what the Instagram ads you get. How? Why am I getting this ad? Because you know? I know. Like I'm trying to look now, and I'll get. I don't know. I feel like I get weird ones, or I get a lot of Blue Apron ones. Yeah. I think probably because I follow a lot of food accounts. Uh huh. And then makes sense. I don't know. Sometimes I'll get like real fucking wackadoo ones, like birth control ads hmm. and i'm like got that covered yeah weird we good but yeah i don't know instagram weird is weird but i can't quit it um yeah i need to try influencers so weird so so weird my thing is like i don't like the idea of like getting so personal online yeah like i feel like because when i post on instagram it's like either saying like hey we have another podcast up or I find just, like, a dumb picture. I don't like doing a lot of selfies. I feel like I take... I post, like, three to four... Three to five selfies a year. Yeah. Not often. You, yeah. like, that's... You, like, once a year. Yeah. You... I'm not a big fan of that. But, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm a man. Huh? I'm a man. Man. Men don't take selfies. <laughs> they definitely They're should. men. Definitely should not. What? I don't think it's a good. It's a good look. You're weird. I, I feel like all of us can take selfies and it's fine. I don't think it's cool to post like a selfie a day, or like I think a it's one a, a week. Maybe it's very this vain. Maybe this is just because I'm very self hating, but like I think it's weird to, like, go around being like, I look fucking great. <laughs> and everyone else should see it. If if you think that, which we all have days like that where we're like, feeling it today. Like, you can go ahead and keep that shit to yourself. I hope you have a great day and I hope you feel good. The rest of us don't need to really know. <laughs> God, that's fucking bleak, Daniel. Why? Just that whole sentiment just keep that shit to yourself there's a lot of shit people need to keep to themselves i think um oh, do you follow trashy on reddit no you should because that's like a whole hey, I don't, subreddit it's, of things it makes people me upset themselves. oh it does i thrive on that because i'm if i'm ever like oh because this happens a lot where i'm like i'm a piece of shit self-confidence yeah. feeling a little low i'll go and look at some of that and i'm like i am a fucking glorious <laughs> specimen of humanity compared to these people it's yeah. fine i'll be okay but we're anything, running out of time we're running out of time because we can only record an hour right yeah we'll, we'll have to figure out how to go longer i guess but, but anyway um, i think both of us are we're kind of running out of stuff getting to talk grumpy. about we need to go to sleep at the same time, right? <laughs> right at the same time. We both close our eyes. One, two, three, go. Go. <laughs> but One, two, three, sleep. <laughs> Power that's down. I, that's how I sleep every night. And I'm going to sleep. And sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're going to watch some more of these movies that yeah, we'll get back are to nominated. And we'll get back to our normal schedule. Please watch Roma. Then we're going to do Oscar draft. Yep. We're going to do a we're gonna go live over Oscar odds. draft. And yeah, that's going to be a blast. Yeah. So. And yeah, that's it. So we'll see y'all later. All right. Bye.